0: Hello and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. This issue's package is a VC special or a venture capitalist special, but not the names that you are generally used to read. And it's a little more than just covering early stage and growth stage VC firms. Let's hear more about that from Rajiv Singh, who has written a pretty fat package on the subject. Hi Rajiv, good evening. Welcome to the podcast again.
1: Hi, Abhi. Good evening. Great talking to you again, man.
0: Thank you. And uh, before we started recording, we had a brief chat about what the uh, cover package itself was. And you corrected me uh, saying that it wasn't about venture capitalists or angel investors. Or tell us, our readers, what this package is not about and what does it cover?
1: The VC special is indeed special because the the larger theme that we're exploring in the, the number of stories that we have done is it's all about investing world and for for founders and for investors, what they should keep in mind that it's all about checks and balances. It can't be one at the cost of others. So checks is always followed by balance. The interesting theme this year for doing a VC special was it's coming at a time when the investment has fallen down in 2022. So far nine months, as you compare to what it was last year, entire 2021, especially growth stage funding. Early stage funding is still managed; still has managed to you know, keep its hold. But growth stage, definitely it has fallen in a big way. When you look at the broader theme and all the talks about profitability, why VCs and why founders are so worried about profitability or how it has become the mantra now. The guy we have on the cover becomes very interesting, Norwest Venture Partners. It's a global VC and growth equity investment firm. California-based firm has back globally more than 650 companies, manages around $12.5 in capital. And if you look at the portfolio in India, they are actually, they have been lean and mean. 22 startups or companies, 16 are profitable, 7 are unicorn. 12 companies are built to go IPO over the next three years. So profit is something that this VC firm has not suddenly become aware of. It has been profit focused from day one, so this was the intent of the entire cover issue to pick up some some funds who are you know have been profit focused from day one have have been under the radar doing some great stuff, and also talk about the other other in the early stage VC funds.
0: Let's talk about Northwest India then. When we say that it is more targeted very clearly out of the twenty two companies, sixteen are profitable. How different is their way of choosing? Outfits to invest in as compared to others. The point for
1: Novus was very clear from day one. American fund new to India when they, when they started investing in January 2008. They made their India debut in 2005. And the first bet was Pune based persistent systems. But India operations and India setup started in January 2008. Uh, the idea was very clear. They have to be slow. Country was alien. Investment team was new. And, and they need to understand the startup ecosystem, which was not even at the inflection stage. It was starting. So you have to make very careful and calibrated bets. That was one clear thought. Second was they wanted to know if, if there is return. Because at the end of the day, if you look at VC uh, investment, you're not doing it for charity. You want an exit. And, and there are only two ways to exit. One is IPO and the other is m a mergers and acquisition. The first few bets was on I would call not call them fintech, but financial segment of financial sector where return was more or less assured. So you know they started betting in, Shriram City Union. You know put their money in Swiggy, Chola Finance happened to be another one, RBL Bank, all these guys. They started putting money in all these ventures, but the idea was very clear that not do dozens of uh, investments. Keep it, keep it small, lean. And, and it's not like spray and pray, which usually most of the VC VCs do. They have multiple bets. And even if one bet turns out to be a blockbuster, they are well covered. So it was more targeted. And the idea which Niren Shah, the head of uh, Novest India, said brilliantly that, you know, the game of investment is more about dodging the bullets than about spraying the bullets. It's very easy to spray the bullets. The magic lies in dodging.
0: Indeed. And uh, moving on to another one of uh, the stories that caught my eye was uh, of Avatar Venture Partners, which has made a mark uh, by investing in profitable outfits in SaaS, that is software as a service where you don't have to buy uh, the product and install it. Rather, you just subscribe to it on the web. So during the pandemic, I think every SaaS outfit and their cousin was on a high. How is it now and how has Avatar Venture Partners done?
1: Now? It's cooling down, Uh, SaaS is facing some heat, but I'm pretty sure it's it's a temporary phase and the fundamentals are intact and people will again start investing more in SaaS companies. It's only a matter of time. But if you look at the the guys who started Avatar, Mohan Kumar and Nishant Rao. Mohan Kumar again is a former novice guy. And Nishant comes from Freshworks, chief operating officer of Freshworks. So both of them have vastly experienced so much expertise onto the table and there was no SaaS focused i would say vc fund in india and and these guys took the plunge and it's not an early stage that they decided to play a role but from series c and d which is early growth stage it's not even late growth but early growth that's the place where you know mohan and uh, nishant saw there's a big vacuum because usually it's very easy for company to reach 10 million ARR or 15 million ARR, but to go from, so from 0 to 1 and 1 to 10, these companies have already completed that progress, but from 10 to 100 is where these guys come into the picture to help them scale.
0: And where they come in is, uh, as I read, uh, they would cut checks to the size of 30 to 35 million dollars such that they take these companies past 60 to 70 million would that be right where that's 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 how they will see their success or measure their success then
1: yeah average ticket size ranges from 10 million to 40 million and and again the another interesting thing about this vc fund is very selective in investing in companies you won't find again 20 30 or 50 startups backed by these guys the idea is again very simple they want to work closely with the founders and help them scale which which can't be possible if you have got so many bets
0: bets to make Uh, Another outfit that caught my attention was uh, from these long list of stories that you've done, Rajiv, is Lumikai, which is betting big on gaming.
1: So again, it's a pandemic baby, I would say. started in August 2020. Interesting background of both the founders, Justin Keeling and Saloni Segal. So both of them, again, bring so much of experience onto the table in terms of being an entrepreneur themselves, as well as having an uh, exposure to private equity and VC world Investment banking world as well, so very interesting uh, contrasting background. But both of them complement each other. Started fund in August 2020, and again they were the first ones to have a gaming focused VC fund. Now we see a couple of them taking a stab at that, but back then they were the ones they were the first ones to do so. Some of the very interesting bets that she has taken, for example, Bombay plays another. is is the bet loco is another interesting one. Uh, Cloud feather is one and supernova. Another interesting thing which you need to remember about all these guys is that they don't they don't have an exposure to fantasy games. Uh, and this was deliberate because not because of the regulatory challenges, because they were the space was already so much crowded that they didn't want to get into that space.
0: So they found their niche. And another one uh, among the list that you've written. Antler is the next one that uh, I'd like to bring up. It's among the largest and fastest growing early stage investment platforms. Rajiv Srivastava, who was a co-founder of Urban Ladder, is one of the partners.
1: First, let's talk about why Antler in, the, in this package. It's solely because of these guys are doing this program called Residency. So it's a 14-week program, which helps you know budding founders find their co-founders. So they are playing matchmakers. I found this idea. Insanely fascinating. Globally, Antler has been doing it, but India nobody was doing it. Man, who helps you in finding you your co-founder? But why should you have co-founder in first place? But but these these guys are doing it, and, and there is a reason why they are doing it because this entrepreneur journey solo journey is not easy. So the moment you have a co-founder, it makes hell lot easier for both of them to to ride this uh, roller coaster ride. It pays to have right kind of co-founder even if you're not familiar with the guy coming into the venture so it's a 14 week of intensive program which they have in which they pick up only one percent of mid to senior talent across startups and corporates who either leave their job or or resign and then come to this program and then they look for the co-founders and once they have found their right exact partners matchmaking has happened then they brainstorm about the idea which they're going to explore just just to give you an idea out of 2100 applicants which residency had in the first season 73 got selected
0: and only three got funded so you can imagine well they choose the parents then of the baby which is the idea which will be hatched well after the co-founders have been selected would that be right
1: Yeah, absolutely. They take a nine percent equity uh, in the pre-seed stage of all these companies that they fund, and they help it grow from even uh, uh, the day one. I I won't even say day one; it's it's minus day one or day zero when you don't even have an idea, when you don't even have a partner.
0: And how have they uh, done so
1: far? First season they've already completed. Now they have opened applications for the second season, which will start sometime towards the end of this year. Interesting concept. People are coming; hordes of them are applying. And it, it, it makes sense. Definitely it makes sense.
0: Right. And what doesn't make sense is, you write, scale fast and fail fast or fake it till you make it. This is something which has been around in the, whether it's the Silicon Valley or even in the Indian startup culture, you write in your overview essay that that won't work. Why is that? And how have times changed for you to make that assessment or the folks that you spoke with, the experts in the VC world, they also hold the same opinion.
1: We have always believed that no, but there is no one silver bullet. When the ecosystem has got loads of money to invest, I'm pretty sure everybody forgets about the do's and don'ts. People will go back to the mantra of scale fast, fail fast, and you know, scale at all costs, don't worry about the bottom line, it will take care of itself. All those things will go back to the old habits. But my point is when the other cycle starts, when you don't have enough funding, when the tap runs dry, all all everything goes for a toss. So that's why scale fast, fail fast in the present environment won't work. Clearly it won't work because number one, you don't have enough money to experiment. And when you don't have enough money to experiment, you will spend judiciously. You will, you will not burn that kind of money which you were used to. So this is the mantra that everybody will chant. But I really want to see how much they, do they stick to it? Once again, they experience good times. Once, when Once money again comes back, to the startup ecosystem as it used to a couple of years back or 2021, if that kind of situation again happens, would they again talk about staying disciplined? Would they again talk about the good habits versus bad habits?
0: It's yet to be seen. Right. And when you cover that, we will talk about it again. Rajiv, thank you very much for your time on this podcast.
1: Thanks a lot, Tobi.
0: Great. For all you listeners out there, you know where to find us on ForbesIndia.com, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, or any other app that you use to download such content. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818.